Previously on that Cthulhu John. Hey, Ginger. Got something to celebrate. Finally got a good acting gig. It's called The King in Yellow. Picked up some really weird books lately. I think uh, reading through them might kind of distract me from all that's going on. Rutherford Brightly, professor of anthropology at University of Pennsylvania. He says, listen, I have it on good authority that volumes of old books had come in here. I was wondering uh, if I could perhaps purchase them back. This guy sounds like he likes books. I'm afraid I could not put a price tag on it at this time. Sir, you're being unreasonable. Lenny, is it? What do you what do, what do you know about my dad anyway? Is this like a game or something we're doing here? Or? All right, why don't you get out of here, you knucklehead? <laughs> Hello, Heather. It's your mom. We need to set up arrangements for Aunt Millie's funeral. Hello, thanks for joining us for That Cthulhu John, episode 18. Uh, we are a real play, Call of Cthulhu podcast. I am George, your keeper of arcane lore. And with me, as usual, are my friends and investigators, Chad. Hey, guys. Chuck. Yes. And Jenny. Hello. Sometimes we do voices, sometimes we don't. Uh... All right, so guys, when we left off, it was uh, midday Monday, I believe, and we were with Heather, and she just got a phone call from her mom. A little bit of backstory, Heather, for you and your mom. Mommy. <laughs> you don't have the best relation with your mom, uh, although your mom was Millie's best friend. She hadn't actually talked to Millie for quite some time leading up to the events of the past two weeks that you guys have gone through you actually uh couldn't stand your mom because she was like hardcore alcoholic and you wound up moving out of your house at the age of 18 as soon as you could you never met your dad your dad as far as you know was just some sailor that she met at a bar one time uh, when she was like 23 <laughs> and uh, she hasn't seen him since he left port again so it's very surprising that heather's like borderline alcoholic then exactly <laughs> that has a thing for hanging out with older dudes <laughs> that hangs out with <laughs> yeah. yeah father figure she's types. deep in the tender game <laughs> oh this episode got deep quick so Heather your mom's on the phone with you and she says Heather uh, we gotta set up stuff for Millie's funeral I, I haven't seen her in a while but no she was the last of her line, and they came to me for you know, details as to what to do with her. And I know that, you know, she meant a lot to you, too. But uh, I thought maybe I could drop some stuff off with you. I'm going to go through her belongings at her house and some pictures that I have and things. And maybe you could put together, like, a, I don't know, a memory board or something like that. Uh, yeah, Mom, that sounds, uh, that sounds great. Okay, Heather. Uh, I guess I'll swing by your place uh, when I can after we clean out some stuff from Millie's, all right? And, uh, 
See you then. Bye. Oh. Man. She doesn't say love you. She is ice cold. Oh. I was going to say love you real quick just because I'm like a pathetic <laughs> loser. But like, oh. Man, she is deep in those 16 ounce do... ice cold peels, man. Is yep. her name Selma or Patty? Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's the inspiration for that one. Nice. Sounds like Max, mom. Always sunny. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's probably a good example right there. So she hangs up with you there, Heather, and you know that she's going to be by at some point. It's been a while since you talked to your mom. Uh, probably, what are you now, 27? It's been probably about Nine eight years, years or so eight. since you talked to your mom. Damn. Yeah, you talked to her a little bit after you first moved out, but then lost contact with her, or decided, rather, to <laughs> not have contact with her. And she was just more than willing to oblige you. Mm. Oh, hurt my feelings in, in fake life. I guess around then is when you lanced on the Millie, I suppose. Started to get closer with Aunt Millie. Yeah, that's what I was... Yep. Mom wasn't in the picture. You guys bonded over the uh, disappointment of Mrs. Snakehole. <laughs> Fake <one. laughs> Mrs. Snakehole. Mama Snakehole. <laughs> um, is she over the house now? Was she like at Millie's house when she called? Uh, you're not sure where she called from. She didn't say. You don't have caller ID or anything. Yeah. It's, you know. I feel like from that personality, I would think she was going to steal shit. It's probably a crime scene still. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, there's like a bunch of corpses. That's right. That's right. All the dead. All Mutilated dead. people. Yeah. Uh, one woman was cooked a bit, I think. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, right chopped up and cooked. Right, right, right. The two mystery dead people. and mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a heart cut out here or there. So let's leave Heather's sad ass story. And. <laughs> yeah, I think I need a second. It's good. I mean, honestly, I'd like her sunny disposition for how terrible things are. <laughs> she's so, so smart. She is. She's a smart one. Or she's just get, good at hiding her depression. <gasps> oh. I feel like it's a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not drinking a mimosa with no orange juice after you find out your fake mom died for no reason, baby. <laughs> I see you're a guy, you're a glass half empty kind of guy there, Chuck. <laughs> All right, so let's go to Walter. Where did we leave you off at? Uh, I think it was at work last. I had uh, gone to the bank on my lunch break and retrieved the first of the books. And uh, I had something I was wondering about. Is there a uh, paper shredder in the bookstore anywhere? In the bookstore, is there a paper shredder? Uh, give me a luck roll on that one. I don't know if they're that common and if they would have one in a bookstore. Oh, if he does his own bookkeeping and stuff, you know, destroy records, bank statements mm -hmm. and stuff. Uh, thirty-five is a good one there. It's passed. Right, yeah, we'll say you have a you have a shredder there for, like uh, Chuck said, bookkeeping reasons, uh, trying to destroy any personal documentation or uh, sensitive documentation. Yeah, that's good. I had something in mind. I clean out the bin, and I'd like to shred a piece of paper. You take your paper shredder, position it over the garbage can, and what do you shred? 
What the list of names from the art gallery. Oh, okay. Make sure that no one knows that you had that. So you have successfully destroyed the names of the people from the art gallery that were at the auction. But I'm going to take it one step further. We'll step on out in the alley, out back, set that shit ablaze, and scatter it to the wind. All right, so you let those ashes fly around uh, with the blowing snow right now. Oh, it's snowing out? Nice. It's just a little flurry right now outside. Well, that's good. Hopefully it'll scatter the ashes far and wide. And it looks like it does. Cool. I'm going to go back in, secure the back door, and make to um, put those pictures that I had retrieved from Ritz with the rest of the, I guess what would be kind of like a pseudo faux case file uh, that has everything regarding the statue including like the translation of the scroll and all that kind of stuff you got it two copies of that pictures of before and after and then I guess uh, I don't know if there was anything else relevant honestly but you basically have a portfolio for chapter one yeah (laughs) (laughs) after that just doing your regular job kind of thing uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I think if it's slow enough, uh, I might re- kind of reference that Codex book and see if there's anything I can pick up on the highlighted areas in the uh, first book. Uh, it's actually pretty busy today. Oh, well then never mind. You barely found enough time to do that shredding. Mm, gotcha. Everybody needs dictionaries. <laughs> yeah, Guns and Ammo just came in this week. It's the fifth Wednesday. Uh, I mean, fifth Monday. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, one should always take time to shred. <laughs> totally. But, Especially uh, in the 80s. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. You're really the only one working today. Uh, Theodore and Hadley have both kind of taken the day off. Very wise of them. It wouldn't be so busy if they were working too, but since you're the only one, your hands are kind of full. No worries. All right. And that's going to last until 6 o'clock. For the last two hours, uh, Headley comes in. Okay. Kind of familiarizing myself with that Codex book if uh, the last two hours were any slower. Maybe uh, kind of peer into that. All right. Headley comes in and says, uh, you know, Walter, I'm just here to, uh, you know, count up registers, you know, do a quick inventory for the night and lock up. So you can get out of here if you want. Yeah, sure. I say uh, it's been a pretty busy day. You, uh, you might be counting for a while. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. You want me to count the small bills while you take the other ones? Says, no, I got it all under control here. He chuckles a little bit and says, uh, yeah, I guess I'll top off the brew here and pours a little more coffee in his cup. Guess I'll see you around noon tomorrow. Sure thing, Walter. You take it easy. Have a good night. You too. And I safely stow my books away. Head on out. All right. Lenny, Lenny, you were last punching out at the truck depot, right? Yeah, I think so. You had just talked to Jimmy the Skiff a little bit about how Skinny Joe was acting a little funny, maybe. Not maybe. No, definitely funny. <laughs> a little, yeah, quite strange. Um, he was pleasant, which was a nice change. But at the same time, he was like interviewing me about his own life. Seemed like mm-hmm. he was uh, probing all of the workers here for any information to build his character. Almost what it sounds like. Because he was asking me about, like, relationship with his father or weird shit. Like, I don't... And he said, Dad. I don't, I don't know. I don't like it. It's weird. 
And a plastic surgery is getting better. Um, <laughs> but I don't... I think I might still be weirded out. and It kind of just irks me, but... Well... You know, it's like hang out in the parking lot and like see... Just watch him leave. Okay. So you decide to hang out in the parking lot for a while. Uh, after you clock out, I'm assuming. And... Do you just sit in your cab? Yeah. All right. Sit in the cab of your truck. And you're sitting there and you're waiting and, you know, uh, 8 o'clock rolls around, 9 o'clock rolls around, and you only see one light in the whole place on right now, and that's uh, the light from Skinny Joey's office. I see. Okay. Um, I'm just going to go. Uh, i got to get some food and get to sleep. Of course. Of course. Got to work tomorrow. So you peace out of the truck depot and head on home or head on to a restaurant of some sort? Um, probably just swing by whatever's open. I know it's getting late. Yeah. Um, might know something nearby the house. Cheesesteak joint. Probably have some late night cheesesteak joint that's open. Let's not name names or anything, but... No, who wants to? <laughs> but you find yourself a nice grease shack place that serves up a mean cheesesteak. Grab one. Do you head home from there? Yeah. Call an early night. Um, I'll have work again tomorrow, and it'll it'll be weird again, I'm sure. Probably. You're going to just turn in for the night after that? Yeah. Okay. Walter, uh, you get done your shift. What do you do after that? Do you turn in for the night? Um, no, I mean, if I'm awake and uh, can mm-hmm. get some reading in, I probably would uh, try to get some work done. What kind of work are you trying to get done here? Do Doing the uh, deciphering of what may possibly be a code? Are you translating the Latin? Um, I'm a little less interested in the Latin aspect of it, mainly because of what uh, Professor Brightly had mentioned about knowing all that was contained therein. Mm-hmm. But the code, however, whatever uh, Raymond Tooley had highlighted is a bit more interesting. Uh, so I think think I'm going to start there, but um, actually, you know what, as I uh, start to do it, I probably come back to that passage that mentions the, what was it, Aquarian people? No, I'm sorry, the Aquarian meteor shower, pardon me. Um, and I think to give Heather a call and see if she knows anything about upcoming astrological events. All right, well, let's see what Heather does with the rest of her afternoon. Um, you got off the phone with your mom around like, we'll say like one in the afternoon or something like that. Yeah. Did she say like when she was coming over? She said, she just said that she'd be over at some point. All right. Do I have to stay put? You don't. I want the stuff, but I also, um, want to go have a drink because <laughs> my mom's coming over. Right. So you could probably <laughs> head out and do that. Your roommate's home right now, so she could let her in oh okay i want to ask her about her play because i feel like i've probably been a bad friend roommate so i talked uh-huh. to her about her play a little bit okay and she tells you that the director has been being really mean to her and just being completely unreasonable but you know she keeps telling you that she's going to keep trying for it for this paycheck but it almost seems like it might not even be worth it i want to ask her like if they, she gets any more context to it like is she still just saying random lines like how is how are they even practicing rehearsing she says the way that rehearsing is really weird right now they're just having people that share scenes 
out of order, but he's pointing when we're supposed to say mm. the lines that we're supposed to say. It's been very strange, the whole process. It's so suspect. She, she says, yeah, I don't know what, what his methods are, but I mean, the guy's supposedly a genius. It's weird, but I feel like he should just quit if he's being an asshole. Like, it's not worth getting yelled at all the time. <sighs> it's, it's a big check, Heather. I mean, it's almost like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity here. Give it some more time, but he, if he's an asshole, fuck him. <laughs> so, you know what? You know what? I can only take so much. I guess you're right. But uh, for right now, I'll put up with it. But if, you know, he crosses a certain line, I'm not going to take it anymore. Well, can you do me a favor? I'm going to run out and uh, grab a bottle of wine and I'll come back. But my mom is coming over to drop something off. So if she is here when I'm gone, which hopefully she comes when I'm not here, can you just uh, let her in? She says, oh my God, your mom? Yeah. I don't know. Oh. She's dropping off some of Millie's stuff. She didn't even say goodbye on the phone. Yeah, well, from what you told me about your mom, she seems like a real bitch. Uh, I mean, I don't want to meet her, but it's better than, ha I guess, you having to see her. Yeah, if I have to see her, I need a drink. So, I mean, if she comes in the meantime, just, I guess, let her in. Hopefully she'll just hand you the stuff and leave. He says, well, hopefully. But yeah, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for her. Thanks, Ginger. To read her name. I had this like the one. <laughs> you remembered it. I know, I looked at my scribble. It's called taking notes. It's, That's what it's there for. <laughs> All right, so you, you head out to the liquor store, to the wine and spirits store? Yeah, and go to a further one. Like, not super far, but kind of trying to have her come when I'm not there. Mm -hmm. So I like walk to a further one. Not your regular one, but... Yeah, just take my time. Like, if I have to see her, I have to see her, but... Right. So, you take your t sweet time getting to the wine and spirits that's about a mile away from your house. Get yourself a bottle of wine, you start the walk back. By the time you get back, though, Krusty Bottoms, or Ginger, says that she, your mom hasn't shown up yet. Uh. And now it's got to be closer to, like... Two o'clock, two thirty. Okay, so just uh, pop that bottle of wine open and just like tell her if she needs to go anywhere, she can go. I'll just wait. All right. So you're waiting around and uh, consuming this bottle of wine by yourself. Yeah. Uh, give me a Constitution roll. Yay, Rosies. She's really good at getting day drunk and adulting. <laughs> so. <laughs> Totally. Uh, 56, I have 70. Okay, so you pass. So you're getting kind of buzzed, but you're not like trashed off of this bottle of wine. Yes. Not yet. I know. <laughs> not yet, unless you want to open another one. But uh, you got a good buzz going on. Give it time. And then around, uh, we'll say around 7 o'clock, you get a call on the phone and it is Walter. Hello. Heather? Um how how are you? It's Walter. Oh, hey Walter. I'm I'm okay. I'm alright. I mean my mom's coming over because she's buzzed. You said she's buzzed, right? Yep. My mom's coming over. I haven't talked to her in eight years. She's a drunk bitch. 
but she's dropping off some of Millie's stuff. I mean, what whatever she doesn't steal, probably. I mean, but oh. I guess good otherwise. Oh my. Uh, eight years? That's that's quite some time to... The best eight years of my life. Wow. Jeez. Uh... Uh, Walter's feeling awkward. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't you don't seem that old. I, I guess uh, this is this has been a thing since you were a kid. Uh, well, uh, I guess we'll have to drink to family later on. I already started. He <laughs> <laughs> chuckles a little bit. Uh, I says, listen, you know, I know you're into astrology. I uh, wondered if um, there might be something that's kind of up your alley. Um, you haven't uh, heard of anything. Uh, I mean, do you uh, follow meteor showers, uh, particularly the Aquarian meteor shower? I mean, I don't like follow meteor showers, but I know about like Aquarius and I mean, Meteor showers were like a sign of really bad things to come in like. Mm -hmm. So, hmm. Heather, do you have any points into natural world? I don't think so. No, just 10%. Do you have any points into a cult? No. What about How about history? <laughs> just like put mm -hmm. it all, in. she put it all into fighting. <laughs> everybody does yeah i thought i'd be punching people more um <laughs> <laughs> should put that shit in athletics you'd be running so much she's like charming and punchy um no no history either. no all right no, she's... in that case give me a natural world roll try to get under the 10 if you can Come on. give it a shot Come on. No. no no not even close no, 56. Well, you, you've you heard of, you know, meteor showers, like you said. You know that they've been omens of bad things to come in the past. But beyond that, you're not familiar with any actual, like, you're more familiar with astrology than you are astronomy, basically. Okay. So you don't really know too much about this Aquarius meteor shower. Damn it. So much research this last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh that's actually why i thought to check in with you um you know i have a few books that i'm currently researching and uh well i guess it is a bit different than astrology but i thought it might be up your alley maybe uh something you might be interested in uh well tell you what if you do happen to come across any information on the aquarian meteor shower it would uh it might be interesting uh to go along with some of the other books that i got recently and then he stops and realizes what he's talking about out loud and he's like uh nerd stuff and he kind of looks down <laughs> a little disappointed in his own little space i mean in the world. i can look up aquarius i have so many books on the astrological signs i could i'll tell you all about them like well i mean there could be some loose association i don't know um Maybe some of your astrology books have, uh, I don't know, any kind of reference. Who knows if it's anything to do with any of the signs. It'll give me something to keep me busy. So, I'll look into it. Well, thank you. I'll uh, let you know if I turn up anything interesting in these uh, these old dusty books. 
I mean, that you might find interesting. <laughs> okay, I'll call you if I find anything. Cool. Uh, I guess uh, good good luck with your mother. Uh, if if you guys uh, you know need anything, um, you know help moving stuff or uh, I don't know uh, pictures of anything for the will or I guess just let me know. Um, I still feel really terrible about everything. So if uh, you ever just want to talk about it or anything, I'm also here for that. Thanks a lot, Walter. Um... Yeah, I'll let you know how it goes. We can meet for a drink. Of course, I'd like that. Thanks, Heather. So you hang up with Walter, and that's around 7 o'clock or so. And you're, you've already finished your bottle of wine. <laughs> Buzz might even be starting to wear off at this point. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> but you have another one if you want to open it up. Yup. <laughs> All right. So you crack open another bottle. Give me another constitution roll. This time, it's going to have to be a hard pass. <laughs> oh my god, it was one over a hard pass. You can spend the luck point if you want to not be totally trashed. I don't want to be trashed. All right, well, well then, wish granted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that, a bad, is that a bad idea? Should I use it? No, I'm not. Whatever. No, I like it. You're not drunk, are you? <laughs> so you're almost all the way through a bottle of wine. You've just poured the last glass that was left in there out of the bottle. As soon as you put that last drop in there, you hear a knock on the door. Here we right. go. Is is Krusty Bottom still there? She is. She's in her room. What is that? I think she yells, here we fucking go. <laughs> so like... <laughs> Jesus Christ, Krusty Bottoms, can you answer the goddamn door? <laughs> and then so I answer it. Oh, wait, sorry, it's for me. <laughs> <laughs> you answer the door, you see your mom there. She's looking more haggard than she was the last time you saw her about eight years ago. Still looks kind of young for her age of 50, but also looks like she's been smoking since she was 14. <laughs> Got it. So her teeth are really yellowed and like almost orangey looking. Her eyes are always very bloodshot because she just drinks so much and she barely keeps hydrated <laughs> aside from <laughs> booze. Uh, you know that your mom's like one of those alcoholics where it's so bad that if she just stopped drinking altogether, there's a chance she could die. Okay. And when you open the door and see her, you just smell tequila and cigarettes on her breath. Nice. And she goes, hey, Heather. <laughs> hey, Ma. Got Millie's stuff here. I'm dropping off for you. Do what you want with it. But uh, Millie's funeral's coming up on Sunday. Uh, I guess I'll see you there. And she, and she drops this box of stuff down on the floor. And she looks up at you and goes, Mom, have a good one. And she starts to walk out the door. Jesus. I, say, I yell to her, like, what am I doing? I'm making a collage. I'd like, you don't even say anything. She turns around. She goes, Heather, you're being really emotional right now. Listen, 
Millie meant as much to me as she did to you, okay? But do whatever you want with this crap. I really don't care. Just just show up to the funeral, okay? Alright, whatever, Ma. Alright. Definitely. See you. See you on Sunday. And you slam the door behind her? Yeah. Absolutely. They're icy veins. <laughs> she's probably got appeals in her back pocket. Uh, definitely. She's, she's more of a hard liquor drinker and tequila's her booze of choice. Oof. Alright, so that happened around like uh, 9 o'clock at night. Uh, your mom leaves this box of stuff there. It's all of it's kind of piled together. It doesn't look like any care was put into putting these in order in any sort of way. Is it just one box? It's just one box. It's a big box, but it's one okay. box. And as you're going through it, you know, there's um, some pictures and frames of Millie and your mom. And you see Millie with her parents when they were still alive. Just more pictures of Millie. You get back to older pictures of Millie and your mom when they were younger, uh, closer to like your age. Aww. And they're both. Young Millie. And they both look pretty happy in the picture together that you're looking at now. And as you go through these pictures, you notice kind of a pattern of the younger version of your mom just looking more happy. And Millie. I mean, looking happy with her all the time, but always looking like she's kind of shying away from the camera, too. You start going through these, and you, f- you come across a picture of your mom and a guy in a naval uniform. <gasps> Daddy! <laughs> Papa! You've never seen this picture before. Damn, that's like jackpot shit right there. No, but you see this picture... And give me a spot hidden roll. All right. <gasps> That's a good one. Okay, I got 29. And my spot hidden is 58. Oh, wow. So that's definitely a pass. That's right on the hard pass threshold. Make, right? sure you, make sure you check off the box. Again, I have it. I passed one other time. Oh, well, since we leveled up, you have to erase all those check marks. Oh. Yep. Oh, yeah, the old ones. Yeah, erase all the old check marks. Just I'm make good. sure you have the check next to... Yeah, just make sure you still got that check next to spot hidden. Yeah. And you notice in the picture, your dad has a chain around his neck, and it's got some weird emblem or something on it that you can't quite make out in the picture. It's a little too fuzzy. Okay. If only I could just zoom in with my two fingers, like, just... Yeah. Just... <laughs> so, as you continue to go through the box, you start to see more pictures of you and Millie together. Mm. When you were 18, just moving to Philadelphia, Millie, you know, helped you kind of get on your feet to start there. And there's pictures of, you know, like, you guys painting your apartment, like, when you've, like, first moved in, like, painting it all white. She's definitely wine crying at this point. I mean, yeah, like I would full think full so. on wine cry. I would think so. It's probably sad, um, and just you know, kind of sloppy crying, like yeah. snot coming out, it's not yeah. nice, like red teeth crying, but like yeah. <laughs> the wine and just like noise, like making noise. <laughs> it's not just the tears. <laughs> 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 it's not bubble pop. Yep. Yes, exactly. Ugly crying. 
But as you go through these more, you do find one thing at the bottom of the box here. Uh, you find what looks like a small medallion. Mm-hmm. Daddy. At the bottom of the box. And okay. the med- medallion has some strange geometrical pattern on it. Can't quite identify as the metal looks like it could be gold, looks like it could be silver too. Like maybe it's a combination of the two of them or something. Weird. But when you touch it, it feels very cold to the touch. Um, which, I mean, your mom just brought it in from outside. But even as you hold it in your hand, it doesn't feel like it gets warmer. It just feels cold all the time. It's a strange sensation. Cool. Maybe it has something to do with just the metal. Maybe. My hot, drunk hands, too. <laughs> mm, no Should be heating that up way quicker. You go back and you look at the picture of Millie and uh, your mom and the guy in the Navy uniform. And you see, you can it's hard to tell, but it looks like it could match up to it. It's about the same size, you can guess. But you can't tell the patterns that are on it in the picture. I feel like she's still already convinced. Like, this is my daddy's necklace. <laughs> <laughs> because of the wine. She's uh, oh, I get not. it. I feel like she's not a crier in real life. She's just in that kind of, that wine state of mind. So, Heather, I'm going to say that after you go in through this box and you sort out some pictures, pull this, that, the other thing out. But after a while, you just kind of fall asleep drunk on the couch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah, you failed that constitution roll. I mean, even if you could have passed it, but you still decided to fail it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's okay. You just pass out drunk on the couch and you'll be out for the rest of the night. Let's go back to Lenny. Are you are you done for the night, Lenny? Yeah, I mean, I pretty much just went in, kicked my boots off, probably fell asleep in the recliner. I get up early, man. I got my yeah. time left. I done. stayed in the parking lot too late, being a, being a creep. Just sitting That's in the right. parking lot. Mm-hmm. So, what time are you going to get to work tomorrow? We'll say this is good. We're going to say this is the end of Monday, and it's the beginning of Tuesday. What time are you trying to get to work? Um. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go in a little early. Just um, see whose cars are there and see if Skinny Joey's car is still there. Uh, do I know what he drives? Oh yeah, you know what he drives? Firebird. Mm, T-tops. Nice. Um, do I recall seeing it there in the parking lot when I was waiting late yesterday? Yes, you did. Okay, so I'm gonna go a little early. Um, try to beat most of the crowd and see if his car is still there i mean it doesn't tell me if he was there all night but right so but you get there and the car is still there uh again the you do see the light up in skinny joey's office still lit but you get there super early before the sun comes up but you can still see the light in his office it's also winter Mm -hmm. all right um after confirming that i'm gonna go out and get some coffee and a sandwich head back to work all right so you go out get yourself a little breakfast Little Dunkin' Donuts. Maybe, uh, yeah, maybe I'll get uh, some donuts for the boss, huh? All right. So you get yourself a dozen donuts or half dozen for Skinny Joey. Uh-huh. And bring it back to the depot. Um, do you go head up to his office with it? Or do you pass them out to some of the other guys? 
Um, yeah, yeah, I hand a few out here and there. Head up to the office, though. Alright. Save the good ones for Skinny Joey. The jelly yeah. ones or whatever. Oh, the oh gross probably. Ones. Gross, yeah. Gross ones. Loves them. If it's 85, they only had, like... French cooler is number one. regular... So, Lenny, you take up some of the donuts. I mean, you know the jelly ones are Skinny Joey's favorite. I save him two. So, yeah. you save him two of those. And you head up to his office, and uh, do you knock on his door? I should have got ones I knew he didn't like. That would have been a better test. Yeah, knock. Laura's not there yet. His secretary, Laura, is not there yet. Oh. Well, mm, there were other people around. I saw other people, right? So I'm safe. Mm -hmm. He tries to, like... Mesmerize me. All right, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> All right. If there's a cocoon in there, I'll be so upset. And you knocked on the door, and you hear uh, someone go, uh, yeah, one minute, one minute. Kick the door. And you hear, you hear some shuffling around. Is it, is it like a crack? Can I see through it at all? Nope. Like, no. All right. I'll, I'll open the door. Crack that door open, and you see Skinny Joey behind his desk again. Uh, he's got his feet up on the desk right now, looking pretty nonchalant, and says, Oh, hey, uh, what can I help you with? Oh, yeah, you know, I just, uh, you know, see you've been working a lot, so, uh, you know, I stopped to grab all the guys some donuts and got you some too here. Uh, put them down on the desk. Say, Well, uh, yeah, you, I gotta get to work, so, uh, you know. He says to you, uh, just one minute, one minute, one minute. Close the door behind you. Uh, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. Walk back over to the door and close it. And uh, Skinny Joe takes his feet off the desk and uh, he grabs one of the donuts and he starts to, he takes a bite out of it. And he says, uh, he motions for you to have the other one. Oh, I have, I probably have mine in my hand still or whatever I had for myself, you know. So I probably have some of that one. So he says to you, uh, so what, what, what was, it was uh, Lenny, right? Yeah. He says Lenny. Lenny, yeah, Lenny. <laughs> he says, Lenny, uh, hey, wh where, are you, where are you headed today? Where, where are your uh, deliveries taking you? Uh, you know, I never even stopped and grabbed my uh, itinerary yet. Oh, that's okay, that's okay. You know, you probably have your your roots that you stick to for the most part, right? You know, a lot of times, yeah, there's a lot of usual, regular ones. Says, yeah, yeah. Um, any roots that maybe my dad has told you to take uh, by yourself? Uh, any roots that just, you know, my dad had asked you to take uh, before? Personally, no, I'm saying. I mean, nothing out of the ordinary, you know, uh, just come in, make my deliveries, uh, deliveries on the on the list and uh, clock out, you know? I mean, uh, I guess I'm friendly-ish with everyone around here, but I don't usually uh, do a lot of private requests. Not usually. So you're telling me that uh, if my dad were to, say, give you something to deliver, anything, uh, you wouldn't normally take that, or you would take that I mean, I in addition to your other boss. things? Sure, I right. guess, uh, you know, but uh, I don't usually see him too much, you know, uh, me being the low man on the totem pole here, you know. Says, yeah, yeah, he is the boss, isn't he? Yeah, that's right, yeah, he's, uh, he's a big man there. He says, uh, 
What else do you know about the boss? Give me a power roll. No. <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. Uh, I do not like that he keeps saying dad. I do not like that. Oh, man. 30 power. You're about to spill the beans, homie. 88 ain't gonna do it. Mm, well, that's okay, because it uh, looks like nothing happens to you anyway. Um, he gives you kind of a weird look, and then backs off for a second. I kind of scratch my head and I say, yeah, you know what? I don't really know your dad too well at all. You know, he just uh, pays the bills. Like I said, you know, I just do my deliveries. I'm a regular Joe. Nobody special. He gets up from his desk and walks around to your side. And he says, yeah, just a regular Joe. And he puts a hand on your shoulder. One more power roll. Oh, shit. Freaking you better pass this one. You better warm them dice up, man. Like a robot, I don't like this. Talk to him, whisper sweet nothings. What do you got to do? Oh man, it's a 39 out of 30. I can't spend luck on power, right? Yeah, you can spend luck on it. It's kind of the thing I want to pass, right? Probably. He has a hard pass. Oh, oh, I'm not gonna, I can't. Um, okay, nine points was enough, but okay, well, so it is an opposed, uh, it is an opposed power roll. So what happened? What do you do? Well, he puts his hand on your shoulder, and you kind of freeze up for a second there. And he leans over into your ear and says, Do me a favor. Forget about everything we talked about today and yesterday. And suddenly, next thing you know, you're out front of his office, doors closed behind you, and uh, you have no donuts in your hand. Shrug my shoulders. Um, Dang. What? Kind of a little disoriented. Walk uh-huh. back to my truck and or pick up my itinerary on the way. Why can't I? Uh... What the hell just happened? <laughs> so, do I? F- I forget that he's he's a bad person now, or I forget that I'm suspicious of him. Do I forget like the interview and all that shit? You forget the interview. You forget even seeing him for the past uh, two days. You got men in black. You don't, you don't recall seeing him. Yeah, weird, I guess he's, uh, I guess he's not around. Cars out there, right? I saw the car, I remember that. Car's, car's definitely out there. Lights on in his uh, office. Well, uh, just go to work. Alright, so you take your itinerary down, start your day, start uh, loading up your first, or getting hitched up to your first trailer. That's how your day starts off, a little, little strange. Man, Skinny Joey just got so cool. (laughs) I know. And, well, let's check in and see what Walter's doing for the morning. Well, it's probably another 12 to 8, so, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, usual morning routine, I guess. Uh, Did I get anywhere last night with my uh, readings and, uh, I guess, cross-referencing and stuff like that? Tell you what, give me an intelligence roll. Let me know how well you pass. I better warm these up. This seems like an important one. Ah, <laughs> uh, 78 is 13 points higher than what I have. Okay. So you've been more or less just trying to recognize patterns that are popping up. Not having the easiest time doing it though. Well, this Raymond Tooley guy was, 
don't know, pretty impressive code stuff for, I don't know what he's working on here, but I like it. And, uh, you know, that kind of gives me a secondary idea. Uh, I'm going to try to get to the uh, Center City branch of the library and uh, check the recent obituaries for Raymond Tooley's, uh, you know, passing. See if I can find any information on him. All right. Uh, before you had, is this before you had to work? You want to do this? Yeah. So you head into the library uh, when they open bright and early. Uh, they open, I believe, at eight. That being said, you can get there as early as eight, if you'd like. No, I'd probably be at least like nine. Okay. You let them have some time to kind of get settled in before you show up, and. When you get there, uh, you start going through some stuff, obituaries and whatnot. Give me a library use roll. Holy. 94 ain't gonna do it. Ooh, that's bad. So, you spend a little while kind of looking around, not having the best time finding things uh, in these uh, periodicals and all that even though you suspect it might be somewhat more recent. Uh, if you want to push the roll, you can always get a librarian to help you. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to look into that. I think that'd probably be the wisest uh, approach here. Oh, still ain't going to do it, though. Nope. All right. So you ask for some help from Pure Articles, and they say, well, as far as obituaries go, you know, we don't have them all in one thing. You're gonna have to go through day by day by day to find it. So they weren't really able to help you out too much. Do you start just pouring through them? Well, um, maybe a secondary thought. Do we get the daily papers uh, or a one of some variety at that time uh, sent to the uh, bookstore? Might we have any uh, old newspapers from recent uh, weeks? It might be worth checking out, but usually they don't keep newspapers around. Okay, just in case. Well, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. Uh, I guess microfilm would be too early at this point, I would think. Uh, it probably hasn't been dead that long. Uh, but just on a whim, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, could I go back like another month and uh, check some older papers they have or something? Oh, or actually, wait, I guess depending on how long I've been here so far and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm going to say you failed your pushed roll and you spend the rest of your time there trying to find uh, articles related to Thule. You don't find anything. Next thing you know, it's creeping up on 12 o'clock. You got to get to work. Yeah, all right then. I'm going to have to bounce. All right. So you leave the public library, head to work. You get there a uh, little, little late, like five minutes late, but it's nothing that, you know, Headley or Theodore is going to care about. Cool. Let's see how your day is going. Eh. It's a Tuesday. Theodore's there with you. So it's just the two of you guys. And uh, it really is enough work for one person today, it seems like. You don't even, probably even really need to be there, but it means you're going to have a lot of downtime today. Well, that could be good. We got any uh, books on astronomy here? Maybe I can look up something about the Aquarian meteor shower in the mean. Sure, there are books on astronomy there. As far as finding the Aquarian, finding one that has the Aquarian, 
in there or mentions it or explains any sort of significance to it, um, I guess I'm going to have to ask for another library roll. All right. <clears throat> I keep doing it. You know, I'm bound to pass it. Yeah, you got it eventually, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Same exact thing. <laughs> Should have shut up. Love books so much, you don't even know how to use a library. Theodore, uh, you know, I could have sworn we had some astronomy astronomy books around here. Uh, did we move anything recently? Kind of shouts loudly across the rows. Theodore says, uh, oh, astronomy is over, is now over in aisle E. So you're going to have to go over there. So he for directs you back. For astronomy. Yeah. <laughs> over to is that a is that a push? That would be a pushed roll. Would it be an assist? Or no, like a is there like a I don't know if there's advantages, but no, I just need a pass. Tell me, go get that shit for you. That's the one right there. Forty points to do it. All right, you do manage to find something. It does mention the Aquarian meteor shower in it. Aha! Uh -huh, right where you said. Is there anybody else <laughs> in the store at the moment? Uh, there's a couple people browsing. But oh. no one seems to actually be bringing anything to the register at the moment. Maybe it wouldn't be shouting as loud. That's all I... Shh. <laughs> <laughs> or if you did, he kind of just looked around and went, oops. It's a bookstore. You could celebrate in a bookstore. I feel like you would, Walter would get real hype about finding a book. Huzzah! Oh, I'm sorry, everyone. My apologies. Pardon me, madam. Were you reading? Your, your dictionary. Hmm, I see you've got the latest edition yeah. of Guns and Ammo. <laughs> <laughs> and is that ladder monthly I see behind it? So, about the Aquarian Meteor Shower. In this year, in 1985, the Aquarian Meteor Shower will be active from about April 19th through May the 28th. Hmm, interesting. That's quite the hell of a meteor shower there. Um, is this something that uh, happens, uh, you know, like every X amount of years or something like that? The Aquarian Meteor Shower happens every year. Interesting. That's good to know. Uh, you know, something else comes to mind. Uh, Headley was here and I showed him the books, but I did not uh, check in with Theodore about them. Oh, the old encyclopedias. Yeah. All right, so do you want to show them to Theodore? Well, I only have the one, but uh, if it is slow enough, I, say, uh, I might uh, be interested in checking in with him for sure, yeah. So you give them to uh, Theodore. He's like, yeah, Headley told me about these, um, these books that you got. They're really cool. Where did you, when did you say they were from? And he's kind of flipping through them. Say uh, the best reference I have is 1624, one of the oldest books I've had the uh, pleasure to thumb through. He goes, wow. Her alerts. <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh, Headley and I were looking through it, and we noticed all these um, highlighted uh, sections, and uh, I've been trying to reference this uh, code book here, uh, picking up on any clues and things like that. Uh, I don't suppose you're, uh, you know, of uh, any mind to recognize patterns or uh, things of that nature by chance? Oh, yeah. Says, yeah, actually, you know, um... I do like puzzles and things. I've even gotten really into this uh, this Japanese puzzle called uh, Sodoku. <laughs> How do you play it? 
Well, it's uh, these boxes and you, you have to fit all of the numbers into one box, and, but they can't repeat inside the box or in the lines that match up. Hmm. Well, that sounds like something he'd be interested in. Sounds intellectual and stimulating. Kind of nods and smiles at that. Sounds like uh, something worth keeping an eye out for. Says, I think it, I think it might become a big thing one day. And uh, I'm going to give him a quick intelligence roll here. See if he invests in Sudoku stock. Yeah, right. And put <laughs> money in that. So he says to you, wow, these are definitely... He starts flipping back and forth between the pages. And he says, huh, hold on a second. And he takes out a calculator and starts writing down things. And he says, look, it almost looks like these are instructions to draw lines of some sort. He's, hmm. he's, and he starts pointing it out to you. He says, see, if you, if you look here... And he starts pointing out, like, if these letters were instead converted to numbers, if you just do a simple, you know, A is 1, B is 2, C is 3, uh, we can tell that these can equal degrees in relation to, and then he starts flipping over these ones, and he says to you that it looks like they're giving, they're drawing a diagram or something like that. Hmm. Uh, he takes out his book and he writes down the key that he just mentioned uh, I mean the mm -hmm. you know A to 1 B to 2 whatever kind of thing mm -hmm. um, get a bunch of yarn and thumbtacks says uh, well that could be interesting so you think they might be like angles perhaps or that's kind of what it looks like jeez um, you know there's uh, supposed to be 80 of these I wonder if they all had this marking there these kind of markings and um references uh that's pretty strange um he says yeah it's a real head scratcher i've only got 14 of these books but uh maybe if i find more of these similar patterns and everything matches up with this key here maybe a bigger piece of the puzzle will become clear jeez thanks theodore that was really impressive he kind of stands up straight and he says yeah walter i uh i kind of impressed myself on that one actually says uh Boy, I'll uh, have to get you a cappuccino or something uh, next time I stop by uh, a fancy new uh, cafe on the corner. Says, yeah, well, I like the Italian's uh, coffee style, so definitely. Uh, if you think you owe me something, get me one of those. Will do. And he goes off, and uh, there's someone at the register, and he goes, oh, Walter, uh, I'm going to go man the register real quick. You can... Uh, of course. Do, I mean, do whatever. You could keep working on those codes if you want. We're not that busy today so uh, yeah uh, you know you uh, got one hell of a foot in the door here I think I'm gonna sit down and pour over this book a little bit more thoroughly thanks again and he kind of scurries off to the back all right so you scurry off to the back and using some of the information that Theodore revealed it kind of gives you a new way to look at these books and using that you can use the rest of your day trying to figure out what these lines and angles and things mean. So that'll take you through to closing time around eight. Unless there's anything else you want to do throughout the day. Uh, to be honest with you, with that kind of revelation there, he'd probably be so kind of uh, enthusiastic about pouring through those books that he probably would have forgotten about any other plans he had for the day. Mm -hmm. gotcha. but, oh, 8 o'clock already? Kind of looks yeah. around. <laughs> Shit. 
All right. And Heather, you wake up on your couch, very hungover feeling. Your teeth and tongue still stained red. And they got a, like a fuzzy coat on the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> really nasty feeling. She probably smoked like her two secret cigarettes, even though she doesn't smoke. <laughs> Ralph tastes like a cat pooped in it. <laughs> so you wake up and you kind of roll off the couch and you still see that these things are kind of laid about. You remember your mom saying something about you get doing a like a, a memory board or something like that. So probably head out to if you if you want to do that, I would say you can probably Yeah, head I was out. gonna think of that too. Go to like uh, I don't know, a craft store or something to get poster board yeah. and a glue stick, you know, some glitter because yeah. Pearl Art on South Street. Okay, she yeah, she'll go there. It's like yeah. close enough. Mm-hmm. So you head up the uh, art store, find yourself some good like, poster board to start tacking things up to. Head on home with that. Begin to pour through these pictures and kind of bubbling up emotions inside you at the same time. But you start sticking them up there. And then uh, your phone rings. Do you answer it or do you let it go to voicemail? Yeah. Oh, no, voicemail. Answering machine. Yeah, I answer. Hello? Hi, Miss Snakehole. Uh, this is Detective Thompson again. Oh, God. I'm, so, I'm really sorry to bother you in this time of what must be great grief for you. But there has been absolutely zero leads as to what could have happened to your aunt. And we are starting to think that this may have something to do with the statue that you mentioned before. So if you have any clue to where the statue could have ended up, please give me a call back at some point. I won't, I won't bother you with any, anything else today, okay? Uh, please uh, return to your grieving and my condolences, seriously. Ugh. Um, <laughs> so you want me to find the statue? Like I wanted you to find the statue when it was missing? said we didn't think it had anything to do with it at the time, Miss Snakehole, and I do apologize for that, but the more we look into it, the more suspicion is aroused around the statue. So again, I'm sorry to bother you, but if anything does pop up, please let me know. There could be some dangerous people involved looking for the statue. <laughs> okay, I'll probably take his number down again. Just cause... All right, and he gives it to you, and then hangs up. I think it's on a one-way trip to Russia. <laughs> Anything else you want to do today, Heather? Well, I'm going to look through my, like, astrology books, which aren't necessarily about, like, meteor showers, but there's, like, constellations in there and stuff. But mm-hmm. I want to um, call Lenny and be like, why is this fucking guy keep calling me just because I'm, like, annoyed? And you guys both know him, so I want to be like, can't believe mm-hmm. Thompson keeps calling me. Like, I'm the detective. I see. Give uh, Lenny a, uh, a call? Yeah, I know. What time is it? Isn't he working? Yeah, he's wor- he's working right now. Let's get back to him, actually. Okay. Let me finish out your first round of deliveries. And you come back. Uh, and we'll say when you come back, it is going to be about lunchtime. I park closer to uh, Skinny Joey's car. Okay. All right. Just, just, just the cab after you've released the... Yeah, uh, trailer, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Let's park a little closer to Skinny Joey's car, which 
as far as you know, hasn't moved since yesterday, at least. Post up there and eat my sandwich or whatever on my break. Um, but I want to, does this card look like it's been sitting there for a few days? Like, is it starting to get dusty? Or is it starting to get, you know, icy, like, on the windows? Or does it look like it hasn't been driven? It looks like it hasn't been driven. It still has, like, a layer of, like, ice and snow on the top of it from the flurries that they were having yesterday. Uh, when I get up to go back inside, I guess, to find my other deliveries or maybe to hit the bathroom, um, I'm to walk past this car and just kind of, like, you know, look over what might be within visible sight on the seats or in the cup holders or anything like that. And just, I don't know, because... Um, I might not remember the meeting. I think it's weird that he didn't call me up. He called everyone else up. But everyone said he was asking weird questions. And his car's been sitting here a few days. Mm -hmm. I should probably sit here and stake it out for a night and see if he leaves. It's your jam. But I'll do that You do love staking it out. Well, I don't remember doing it now, I think, right? Or did I do it? You don't remember him asking any weird questions before. No, I don't. I don't remember the you meeting. Do, you do. Know, you do know that the car hasn't left in a while, though. I remember going to the office with donuts, and then I remember being outside the office without donuts. And yeah, there was donuts on my face. It was weird. <laughs> I might be turning into like a Wendigo. Um, it's a character detail that Lenny doesn't know how to like eat food. Right. <laughs> so I just kind of walk past this car and look around, see if there's any any receipts or any paperwork or business cards or anything that might suggest where he might have been because I do recall he was missing and I'm curious because he, I do know he's acting weird besides I, I want to get on his dad's good side right but you don't see anything in the car uh, it looks like it's been cleaned recently actually a little too clean mm. just keep on walking by and go back to you know do whatever I gotta do okay so you finish up your sandwich head back out on the road do I have one of those, um, you know, open the door, James, James, Jimmy's? The Jimmy's? Yeah. Yeah, I'll say you'd have that in your toolkit. Okay. I'm just curious. Yeah, maybe later. Okay. Just take a look if I have to, but go on. All right. So, uh, you say you finish out your deliveries for the day and head home after that? No. Um... I'm gonna go grab some some food, some coffee, okay, um, and come back and kind of hang out in the parking lot a little further away, stake out his car for a little bit. We took it dark. All right. So we took it dark, and eventually, you see the light go off in Skinny Joey's office. Oh no. I'm glad I was a little further away. All right, I, I kind of just sit and watch. Mm-hmm. So you sit time is that? for a little bit. It's it's approaching nine o'clock right now. Okay. And you see a figure come out of the building, and they are just bundled up. It looks like they're wearing like three jackets or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like parka hood, maybe like two parka hoods on. Joey, three jackets and uh, walks over to Skinny Joey's car. You see him open the door, get in, uh-huh. car starts. Does it look like he's like familiar with his own keys? Uh, that's tough to tell. That's tough to tell from where you're at. You're not parked too close after all. That's true. Um, all right, so he gets in 
then he leaves, huh? He gets in his car and he leaves. All right. If he turns toward me, I'll always slink down. I don't want. I don't want to get seen. No, he doesn't seem like he is suspicious or anything. He just gets in his car and goes. All right. Maybe he. Maybe he doesn't stay all night. You know. Maybe he's just um, overworked, a little stressed. Maybe he's uh, decided to be happy and nice. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I, he doesn't seem to know anything about himself or his dad, though. And now it seems like he's like a he's like a spy. He's like working against his dad. You know, he's trying to dig up dirt on him. I don't know. Mm, I don't remember that okay. anyway. I don't remember that anyway. <laughs> nope. Um, all right. Well, I wait till he leaves, and then um, I'll leave as well. Um, okay. Maybe a block or two behind. And follow. Oh, you're following him. Uh huh. Okay. Try to stay out of sight. <clears throat> so you follow Skinny Joey, and I mean you're following him in a cab. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean if he goes down any like desolate, you know, completely empty roads, it'll be super obvious. But I'm gonna follow him down those. So you follow, you do follow him, and it looks like he's about ready to hit a place where the bridge clearance is a little lower than where you can drive under. Okay. Do as he's um, going down the street. Where? Which direction is he headed? Where is he at? Where is he going? So I'm gonna say he's around like Cow Hill area. Hmm. You know, the, you know those those short tunnels that they have there that say no trucks. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So he's driving um, through one of those. All right. Um, I mean, even if we were going down that street, I would know. I would pretty much know that was coming up. Oh yeah, um, you would know it's coming up. You're not going to get stuck or anything. And from two blocks away, if I see him going straight, I would just turn off and head home. Okay. So you do wind up going home. We'll say get home around 10, 930. I mean, you tailed him for a little bit, but you head right back to South Philly. We'll say you get home around 930. No, we weren't there. You weren't following for long. So you get home around 930 and what, just wash up for the day, go to bed? Pretty much, yeah. I got to get some sleep. Back at it early tomorrow. Okay. Right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna dial, dial it back a little bit. Uh, maybe I'm just being paranoid and weird because of whatever happened last week. <laughs> the monster murders. Yeah, the monster murders. Let's call it what it was. <laughs> I think I might have made a lot of that up on, after the death of my friend at my own hands. You know, there's a lot of stress. It's just true. gotta go home, forget about it all, go back to normal. Oh, but I do still want to carry um, my shotgun close at hand with that rope tied around my shoulder under my jacket. Still carrying that piece. Well, if I know I'm going to walk around at all, get out of the vehicle, it's coming with me. Um, maybe not to work, but it's in the cab, always at work. All right. Yeah. All right. I kind of want to um, do something different anyway. Okay. What do you what do you want to do, Heather? I want to go to like a pawn shop or like a jewelry store, or whatever is closer. With okay. my that necklace. I wanna see like what it's made out of or if it's old. Mm-hmm. Partially like, well is this worth a ton of money? Because, like only if it's worth a ton. I'll pawn it. But right. if not, I wanna see like yeah. why is it gold, why is it and silver, like what is it? We know how well that works out. For family members of the Mildred clan. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm sorry, of the Feebly clan, sorry. <laughs> so you take this medallion down to a pawn shop, and the guy behind the counter at the pawn shop looks up 
And Susan says, uh, yeah, what can I help you with? Hey, I was um, just here. I was just wanted to see about this uh, necklace, this charm, and see, like, I don't know. It's just, like, interesting what it's made out of. And Okay, so you slide it across the, the uh, table to him. He breaks out a loop, puts it over his eye, starts looking at it. And he goes, uh, where'd you get this from? It's, uh, it's my aunt's, but she passed away, and it's, uh, it was given to me. He goes, huh, okay. Um, well, something you inherited. Uh, it's, it's pretty, but, uh, that's a weird pattern on it. Any idea what that's about? No, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but I thought, was hoping that you would know what it was, or what it's made out of, or well, as far as what it's made out of, it looks like it could be an alloy of maybe silver and gold. Let me go check it real quick with the acids. So he goes in the back for a couple minutes. You're just kind of sitting there waiting around. And there's some other people in the pawn shop looking at certain things. Some guy comes in, you know, kind of like scratching his face and has a bunch of <laughs> like ladies jewelry in a box <laughs> with him. <laughs> standing behind you in line. <laughs> And the pawn shop guy comes back out and he goes, ah, listen, honestly, I don't know what to give you for this. It doesn't react to anything that gold reacts to. It doesn't react to anything silver reacts to. Um, I don't know what it's made out of, so I can't give you a fair price on it. It's, in, it's an interesting piece, but other than that, I can't tell you anything about it. Okay. Um, thanks, for, thanks for your help. He says, yeah, no problem. All right, so you leave there. I want to go to Walter then. You want to go to Walter's house? Walter, if he's at work, like if it's still the timing of when he would be at work. I see. Okay. So, uh, Walter, a little bit, are you down for a little bit of a back play there? Yeah, definitely. All right, good. So while you were working still, you get a call on the phone at the bookshop. Are you calling or are you just stopping in? No, I'd call to see if he's there, because I also want to take the picture and see if he has, like, some kind of, like, spectacles that he could see if it hmm. is the same as in hmm. the picture. I like where you're going with that. <laughs> All right. All right, so you call up the bookshop. You hear a man answer, says, uh, hello, this is Joe Clock's bookshop. This is Theodore speaking. How can I help you? Um, hi, Theodore. I was just wondering if um, Walter was working today. Uh, yeah, Walter's in today. He's uh, in the back in his little study area. Would it be a problem if I could talk to him? Oh, yeah, no problem. No problem. Uh, Walter, do you have a phone in your little back study room? I kind of thought I did. I, think I thought you did, too. too. So he says, yeah, hold on. Let me transfer you. So he, you hear a click, and Walter, you hear a ring. Picks it up excitedly. <laughs> Hello? Walter? Yes, uh... It's Heather. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I was... Uh, a weird question. Do you have time to look at a necklace for me? There was a necklace in Millie's stuff, and it, I don't know, it's, like, really interesting. I took it to a pawn shop. They don't know what it is. Like, I'm curious if it's worth money, but more than that, I just, there's a picture of a guy with Millie and my mom who, like, maybe he's my dad. I don't know. Like, I never met him. But he's also wearing a wow. necklace, and I want to see if it's the same, like if this is my dad's necklace. Yeah, that, that sounds quite intriguing, actually. Um, I have, uh, you know, a loop for looking at photographs here, and um, 
I'd be happy to take a look at the piece itself. Is it okay? Like, are you busy? Can I come down there now? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm usually here till 8 on the weekdays. Uh, it's been somewhat slow today, uh, hence why I'm, why I'm in the back of the store. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'd love to see you here at Joe Clock's. Great. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll be there. I'm just going to call a cab, and I'll be there. All right. Well, I look forward to seeing you then. All right, so you call a cab, and uh, in a half hour, you're at Joe Clock's bookshop. And uh, Walter, she shows you the picture with the guy in the naval uniform and she shows you the little pendant that she has uh before i get to the pendant i'd probably take a look at the picture how sharp is it is it something that was taken with a nice high quality uh camera or is it just like a 35 millimeter or what do we got here uh it looks like it's a 35 millimeter okay but a, a good quality picture well that's good uh, if it looks like a loop would help to uh, get a closer look at that uh, necklace, I might start there and see if there's anything to compare. Okay, so you'd use that loop to take a look at the necklace, and you're comparing it to the, the emblem that you have there. And there are definite lines that look like they match up, those weird geometric shapes. Uh, you can't quite make out every line, but it looks like it matches up pretty good to the picture of the guy in the naval uniform and we're going to end our episode there Daddy. <laughs> geometry <laughs> hey he's got, he's got all these books around him and then you're bringing him antiques he's gonna go he's gonna bust no. nerdgasm Walter's all, he, he's all excited answering the phone he's just like just happier than taking shit happier than Walter the, yeah it's been the first good day in the, in the week and a half or two that's learning true, all kinds of cool code stuff in a book from 1624 and yep all right guys just remember until next time sanity is overrated bye didn't even think oh, of it man. until I went to the pawn shop. I'm like, wait, I'm like, Walter, what the hell am I doing at this fucking creep show? This guy crackhead behind me just freaking gonna rob me. Hey, you wanna buy some jewelry? <laughs> I got a whole box here. Give me a fingernails. Hey, this is George. Just a quick reminder to like, follow, and review us if you like what you're hearing. And if you want to support us and make our show better, head on over to our Patreon. You can always email us at contact at thatcthulujohn.com with any comments. And you can follow us on Instagram at that Cthulhu John.